What's going on, guys? I hope everyone's staying safe and staying healthy and taking care of each other. I just wanted to release another quick episode as promised on the quarantining that's going on. I just want to give you guys some content. So this one is on social distancing. I want you to take your time, listen to it. And if there's anything that I say here that makes you want to start a conversation or gives you something to think about, don't hesitate to reach out. So sit back and enjoy this episode. day two or whatever you want to call it for some of you guys of your quarantine but uh as i as promised i wanted to be able to release some episodes uh really short ones truthfully maybe 15 20 minutes just talking about a different concept or whatever during this time i'm hoping that it can give us all something to learn and something to think about and hopefully something to discuss with one another Um, But today's topic is just on social distancing. And I had to take a little time to try and figure out exactly what it was. Um, I guess I'm probably because I'm I'm a big time extrovert. But truthfully, I think that I'm more of what Chris would call an ambivert. And I really like that term because it is true. My yearn and my love for being around people is just as high as my desire to be away from them. And something like that is it's, it's really developed as I've gotten older, I've really started to enjoy more weekends where I'm by myself, or if I'm telling people, hey, I'm not going to go and do anything. Or my favorite part, if I'm telling people that I am going to go do something, and then like, 20 minutes before that event's supposed to happen, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to go. And feeling 100% comfortable with it. Yes, I am an asshole. But it's, um, it's truthfully something that has really gotten me thinking, especially when it's kind of forced, if you will. Um, We're seeing the, the impact of of social distancing, a lot of gatherings, a lot of concerts, uh, all sorts of different events are going to be canceled or have been canceled. Even restaurants are just doing drive through only. And it's, it's crazy to think about because, or maybe it's crazy. The fact that we don't look at just how communal we are. Humans are extremely, extremely communal beings. Even the introverts are. And when we're all put in a position where we have to sort of be away from people, it really makes you it really makes you think about the the quality of the connections that you have. For some of us, you get put in a position where you're socially distancing, but you're putting yourself around or you're forced to be around people that you don't really connect with or you might not even like. And I see some of the people out there and real or maybe just, you know, imagined for attention. A lot of them are posting things 
And it seems like they're like shitting on the people that they're staying there with. And it's like, if, if you are, and you know, you see people writing stuff about and joking about like, you know, day two with the wife, I don't know this thing. I learned her favorite color was yellow. That shit was kind of funny actually, but there are some people that, that seriously dread doing that. And it, it should make us all want to really evaluate the, the, the connections and the friendships that we have with people, especially those that are perceived to be intimately close to us or within our circle. There is a, we did an episode on friendship uh, maybe a year ago or when we talked about how the average human being will only have about 150 real friends or real connections in their life. And that, that circle, if you were to sort of graph them or, or put them on a chart, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then you essentially have a core, a, a core of people. And that's usually like five or six people. And when you can't connect with them, and this is even if you're an in, uh, introvert, you're, I think that even all introverts, people get that mixed up because they think that introverts are like loners, but they, I, I perceive them as to be people that just don't care to be around a shitload of people, but they have their quality friends. And when you can't be around your quality friends physically, I think that that does cause issues for some of them. And I think that the people that are extroverts who would rather just be around people, those people are also suffering as well. My hope is that we're starting to leverage some of the other uh, some of their means of communication. I, I don't think that just texting and stuff like that is very personal anymore. I am, I guess you can call me old school, but I do enjoy calling people and just seeing how they are. Um, that's, that's something that I, that I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get better at. And every single time I do it, I realize, damn, I really do like that. And I have one of my friends, Chris, he, he's old school because he'll like call me after work. And, and it's funny because I do the same thing with my wife, but she never really wants to like talk on the phone. Um, but that's just not her. That's not her thing. But Chris will sit there and talk on the phone all day and we can have like a 25, 30 minute conversation. Or I might call one of my other buddies and we'll just sit there and chit chat while I'm driving. And I, I actually like those kind of talks better. And there's no virus being spread. There's no restrictions on doing anything like that, but it's nice being able to hear someone's voice. And I think that that is another way that we can um, connect with other people during a time where we have to be away from them. There are people that are also starting to use other forms of technology. And I spoke about this on our previous episode where I said that, you know, some churches are doing uh, live streaming events. And I think it'd be really cool if just more and more people were doing live streaming things because it's nice being able to connect that way as well. Um, and of course, a, a huge chunk of us have the technology in our hands to be able to watch others. And if we wanted to create our own content, we can totally do the same as well. And so I had to actually look up what um, social distancing was there. Apparently there is a for real definition and stuff. And so I wanted to take a second to, to read a couple bits of that. So it says that social distancing is a term applied to certain actions that are taken by public health officials to stop or slow down the spread of a highly contagious disease. 
the health officer has the legal authority to carry out social distancing measures. Since these measures uh, will have considerable impact on a community, any action to start social distancing measures would be coordinated with local agencies such as cities, police departments, and schools, as well as with state and federal partners. I think that people need to understand that when you use the term social distancing, it is a, a high-level governmental type of term. Um, but I think a lot of us are seeing it as like some kind of a punishment. Um, and so I think maybe one of the things that can help ease that is if we sort of change our, our mindset with it. It's not some way to just keep people from wanting to hang out. Obviously, these the people that enact social distancing measures understand that there is an economic impact, but they also understand that there could potentially be an even bigger economical impact if these measures aren't taken. So it's like you've got to take the initial hit first, and then we can get ourselves in a better position later on. But it says that some examples of social distancing measures that would be uh, conducted during a pandemic include public and private colleges suspending classes uh, or going to web-based learning and, uh, and or even canceling uh, public and private libraries, modifying their operations and restricting people from gathering by allowing people to come in only to pick up materials that have been reserved or requested online or by telephone or businesses changing company practices, setting up flexible shift plans, having employees telecommute and canceling any large meetings or conferences. Even my job uh, took a couple different measures to be able to get through that. And uh, it was cool being able to see uh, the way that they, if you want to call it rallied or, or made some preparations and stuff like that to be able to put people in a position so that our, you know, our safety came first. Now in my specific role and the other people that are on my team, we are in a B2B type of sales environment. So it does kind of limit us. So, you know, when, when we have things like social distancing, um, being face to face is one of the the key pieces there. Thankfully, the lot a lot of the products that I sell kind of get people to work remotely or to telecommute, if you will, or to leverage other types of technologies to be able to stay productive while they're anywhere. So, uh, it, but it is hard, kind of, and I'm learning today that uh, it's when you can't see their face, and um, and then their kids are usually off at they're off from school. The last thing they're going to be thinking about is work stuff. When people come to work, they have work on their mind. And when they're at home, they have home stuff on their mind. So it's kind of a lose-lose for everyone. But it's a loss that I'm willing to take if it means that people are safe in the end. But to get back to everything else with social distancing, I think that every negative moment can I think that there is something that can be positively taken from there. And I've said it before, and that's just really taking time to hone in on those connections that you that you have at home. Um, today, I could have, I, me and my stepdaughter, we went and just grabbed some, uh, we went and picked up some dinner really quick, just some takeout. And it was nice just driving up there, grabbing it and coming back and just another way to be able to connect. Yes, we have stuff to be able to cook, but I'm using this and you know, this moment of social distancing to try and increase the bond that I have with her. 
Um, and I hope that those of you out there are kind of thinking on that same level and doing some of the same things. I did see one of my uh, LinkedIn friends, they set up, uh, they turned their whole dining area into a home office. So the kids can go in there and do some work. Her husband can go in there and do some work. And it was cool seeing that picture of the entire family just being productive and being in the same spot together. I think some of that stuff is really cool being able to see that. Um, and then it makes me want to find a way to provide that to people who may not have the means to do it. Um, and I don't know how just yet, but I feel like I'm going to figure something like that out because I know that people want to be productive. They may not have the money or something like that to do so. And I want to just try and figure out a way to help them out somehow. Um, I wanted to also talk about something that I mentioned in the last episode, uh, and it's the, the gratitude. Um, excuse me. Like I said in the, in the previous episode, I've been really trying to focus on putting out more gratitude and talking about things I'm really grateful for. And I wanted to give another shout out to, to JP man for the, uh, for the set of clubs that he built for me. And, um, it was cool seeing all the messages from other people who were like, Oh man, you're, you're into, you're going to start golfing. Let's play together sometime knowing that I'm going to be hot garbage at the game, but it's just nice being able to see that maybe other people want some more people to play with or some more people to connect with. And it just makes me happy seeing it makes me happy knowing that I could potentially be a part of another community of people who just want to be able to get together and, you know, hit some golf balls out and stuff like that. Obviously doing it whenever this whole thing clears up, but it's just nice feeling more connected with other people. So that's, that's something that I'm pretty excited about, but maybe this could be an opportunity for some of us who are cooped up at home to look around and to, just try and think of the different things that that are worth being grateful for. Uh, and I know that sounds cheesy. I know that there's a shitload of other podcasts out there, but the reason there's a lot of podcasts out there that say the same thing. But the reason why I want people to think about that is because when you take some time to look at all the shit that's around you that you can be grateful for, it might show you that maybe stuff's not that bad for you. And maybe you can, maybe that knowledge can motivate you to, to spread some of that and to do something nice for someone else. Maybe you don't need 17 containers of toilet paper. Maybe you just need like two or three or something, and then you can go and help someone else out or, or you can buy all 17 and then you can give away 10 or 11 or 12 or 13. That would be cool as shit, man. I just think that there's ways that we can be awesome to other people and to each other. And we just have to try. I have maybe too much faith in the government or the system or something for us to be able to be in this for so long. But I also have faith in the connections that I've made with other people. And I'm going to do every bit that I can to be able to help other people out. And I feel like other people you know, we'll try and extend that same thing out to me and we'll be able to get through all this kind of stuff. So that's going to be it for, for me on this episode. I just want to be able to get different types of thoughts that are going through my head out there. And so I hope that you guys do find value in this. I am going to pump out another one tomorrow, 
Uh, so please be on the lookout for more of these ones. You all have an awesome, awesome day. Please stay safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I am out. <laughs>